0: You're listening to the Life Tree Community Church Podcast, recorded on Sundays in Robinsville, New Jersey. Our goal is to help you grow from root to fruit. Thanks for tuning in. We're so glad you're here. You have no idea how hard that was. It was impossible. I promise no more bad dad jokes. May- maybe. Maybe. I will try not to. Um, but that was incredibly difficult to do. All we had to do was look at Kevin, and he would laugh. Um, seriously, uh, Dre said butter, and Kevin was done. Just, just, it's hard to keep your composure when somebody else is, uh, is, is snorting. <laughs> um, like, you know, you ever, you ever have, you know, and you know, when you're trying to keep a straight face, you know, it's harder, right? You know, like, in those moments when you're like, ah, I probably, you know, you're supposed to, like, you're supposed to be serious, it's like always the worst times that you can't keep a straight face. Remember one time, uh, Pastor Kevin and I were at a, like a seminar, and um, there was a speaker there who was a very well-known speaker, and it we was sort of like tables, and we were at the front table. Look at... <laughs> Seriously. Like, so I was sitting with that, and um, we were at the front near the speaker, and the speaker was very passionate. And we were, for whatever reason, our table was a bunch of other pastors and friends of ours, and um, we, we were struggling to keep up. And it was after lunch, and we were tired, and we were, (laughs) seriously, he's like losing it over here already. Um, And the the guy was talking about sheep, (laughs) and it was supposed to be about leadership. And he said, how do you get sheep into a city? And one of the other pastors at our table, under his breath, just said, with a catapult. (laughs) And, like, (laughs) our table lost it. But you weren't supposed to because it's like this well-known speaker and we're in the front. And so we're, like, we're trying so hard to be silent. And I'll just say that some of us were more successful than others. Um, and uh, let's, the speaker noticed. <laughs> and he called us out and he goes, uh, you guys okay over here? <laughs> and uh, were, we were like, sorry, we're good, we're good. Um, there's just something when somebody's laughing. It is so hard not to. Not to. Yeah, I've got... Yeah, I've got... I just try and keep it... And My wife's making fun of me. She said my shoulders just start going. I don't know. I, it's just when people start laughing, it's really hard not to. It's just, we feed off each other. I think that's the reality. Like, we just... We feed off each other. What somebody else is feeling, you know, you tend to absorb that. You know, when they're laughing, they're laughing. You know, when people are, are crying, you know, some of you just cry looking at people crying. You know, you get, you get emotional. I've been at... Listen, I've been to funerals for people I don't even know. Right? But seeing somebody else get emotional right makes me right like you you get to you kind of like you feel their grief and so you start to get emotional it works all sorts of ways when people cheer or yell or protest right you can get caught up in like a wave of emotion it's really it's just hard not to right when somebody else is feeling that emotional you you get caught up in it everybody in like a really good mood and then somebody cuts you off in traffic it's amazing how quickly You can absorb and they, maybe they like, maybe they wave the fist of fury at you or maybe they, you know, tell you you're number one or maybe they shout something through their window to you. And it's amazing. You can be in a fine mood, but that person, it's just like it jumps out of their window into your car and all of a sudden, like rage just jumps on you and you're ready to, uh, ready to, you know, give them something back. Um, or you can be having a fine day and then you get an email. Right? Or you read something and all of a sudden you're like, tum, 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 you know, like breakdown, like system, you know, processing. And all of a sudden, right, you have a nasty reply, locked and loaded, ready to fire back. Like we just, we feed off of each other. It's one thing, right, to lose your cool uh, with a stranger from the confines of your car um, or to reply harshly on screen. Right? We've just got this emotional connection with people. But it's something else entirely, right, when it, when it happens perhaps in your home. Right, with those that you're closest to or that you live with, you know. Um, You might be walking through the kitchen and a passing comment just catches you at, boy, just not the right time. Right, and you hear something and you just snap back. Right, you have those moments you're just walking home and, I mean, you wouldn't usually say that, but in that moment, maybe you were tired. Or maybe you were hungry or hangry, as they say, hungry, angry, whatever. Or maybe you walk in the door after a long day you can feel tension in the air you ever walk in your home and you're like oh there's something in the air today like there's something in this house all right this is gonna all right to war (laughs) you know like uh, armor coming on and you just feel tense you tense up you know as hard as we try and no matter how old we get i think managing our responses in the heat of the of the moment especially with those closest to us can be almost impossible there's something about that feeding off of each other, that energy when we walk in and people are just emotional. Um, for good or for bad, we feed off each other. I think that's the reality. For good or for bad, right, I'm going to feel like, Kevin, if you sit me next to Kevin, right, he's going to laugh. And when Kevin laughs, everybody else going to laugh. Like that's just the way it goes. Um, the past few weeks we've been exploring what it means to have Jesus at the center of our power. That's really what this whole series, Even Greater, has been about. And today, being Father's Day, we felt it was important to kind of examine what it looks like for that power to be on display at home. Let's take that home into the doors of your house, wherever it is that you live. What does it mean to have Jesus at the center of your power in your home? And what does it really look like to leverage the power of God in even greater ways in perhaps your most personal relationships? Proverbs 18:21 says the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. There's something powerful in your words, right? The power of life and death resides in your tongue. Right, I want to ask you, like, what's what's the what's the what is it doing in your home? What is your mouth doing in your home? Once there was a little boy who said some hurtful things to his sister. Right. And so his father wanted to kind of uh, teach him. A, a little lesson, and so he gave them a hammer and a box of nails. And they walked outside to their fence, and he said, "All right, hammer away, hit all those nails into that fence." So the boy just sits there, is hammering away, hammering away, and he goes, "All right, now, pull them all out." It sounds like oh, it's just labor. He pulls them all out, and the father says, "All right, now let's step back, look at the fence. What do you see? bunch of little holes." Father said, listen, you can apologize for what you say and what you do, but you can never undo the damage. There's something to when we say words, we've got power in our tongue, especially in our homes Right? We come in and there's something that happens in a contagious environment when we walk in and emotions are there and sometimes at home our guard comes down because we're most tired because we put all our energy into our day. Maybe it be at school and you walk home and you wouldn't talk that way in school, kids, but when you get home, guess what? I can talk however I want when I walk in the door. Maybe it's you, dad, when you walk in. Maybe it's you, mom, whatever. When you walk in, filters are gone and it's just me. It's just real and guess what? It's unguarded. It's careless. And you know what? We can do some damage. And we can say I'm sorry, and we can apologize, and you can pull those nails out, but guess what? There's still holes because you can't undo or unsay. Our words have the power of life and death. King Solomon said that. That's power. I think that power is most often felt at home. We can talk all we want in public. People can say mean things, but when you get home, it hits hard. It it hits hard with your closest relationship. So the question for us this morning is, how do we invite Jesus to be the center of the power to bring life in our home? So let's just take a moment and pray and let's get to it. Heavenly Father, I ask you to help us, help us learn a little something today, Lord, so that we can invite you to be more the center of our power than ever before. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. So uh, we're going to start with Abram, and uh, you can turn to, uh, where, where were we? I don't even know where I was. You can turn to Genesis chapter 12 if you'd like to, uh, to look there. We're going to be looking there in just a moment. It'll be on the screen as well. Um, Genesis chapter 12, that's sort of, you know, go to the beginning and just go a couple pages. It should be towards the front of the book. Um, Abraham was one of the fathers of faith, and uh, God made him a promise a long time ago that we are still seeing fulfilled today. Right. He made a promise to Abraham. We're still seeing that today. And, uh, and it goes like this. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. It will be on the screen. It says, The Lord said to Abram, Leave your native country, your relatives, and your family, your father's family, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous. And you will be a blessing to others. He says, I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. So let me ask you, did you hear a word repeated there over and over and over again? Because uh, I did, but I'm preaching this. So. And it's the word bless. Absolutely. Blessing. For those who have a relationship with God and follow where He leads, we will be blessed. It says we will be blessed. It says we will be a conduit of blessing for others. It says you will become a blessing. Not only will you be blessed, not only will you give blessing, you will be a blessing. You will actually become the blessing yourself. Now, what is a blessing? It's kind of a, a church word, hashtag blessed, right? What is blessing? It's very simple. It's, it's words. It's good words. Right? It's, it's a word that builds up, that edifies. It's honored speech. And it's interesting because it says you're created to be a blessing. To be honored speech. That you should exemplify and embody a blessing. Your life is intended to speak good into the lives of others. Because of you, others should hear the good things that God is speaking about them. Right? Promise of Abraham that you will be a blessing and give a blessing to the world. How many of you feel like you are blessing the world? You feel like you're being? I mean, listen, I, I'm, I'm just a blessing to the world. I understand that, you know. Right? But come on, like we, like, how dare you, right? Have you ever had someone speak blessing into your life? Has anybody ever spoken something that perhaps... We don't use that word blessing all the time. It's kind of a churchy word. We use words like that was so encouraging, right? Or that was so empowering or affirming. We use words like that. But they spoke something to you that resonated inside of you. That, that did something more. It wasn't, it wasn't just words. Like when they spoke to you, it was something more. People can say nice things to you and you're like, yeah, you're just like blowing smoke, right? You're just trying to make me feel flattery, right? There's flattery. But no, blessing is something else. It's qualitatively different. It's when they speak it, there's something there that actually does something inside of you. Ever have anybody do that? They speak something to you. Jesus once had an interaction with some families that might help us understand the difference between blessing and just some other speech. It's Mark chapter 10. Again, it'll be on the screen. It says this: One day, some parents brought their children to Jesus so He could touch and bless them. So they parents bringing their kids that Jesus would bless them, say something good. But the disciples scolded the parents for, for bothering them. When Jesus saw what was happening, He was angry with His disciples, and He said to them, "Let the children come to Me; don't stop them, you knuckleheads. For the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children." I tell you the truth, anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. Then he took the children in his arms and he placed his hands on their heads and he blessed them. All right, so very simple. So interesting here, it says they brought their children to Jesus to touch and bless. They actually wanted Jesus to physically right, put his hands on their children and bless them. There was something there. And it's interesting because that word touch, I was just like, that's kind of a weird word, you know. It's not okay in our society to touch little kids. So what is that about? Um, And I'm reading it, and it actually is this idea of setting a fire, of kindling. Because when he went to touch the children, what he was actually doing was conferring something on He was stoking something inside of them. That when he would touch and bless them, it was actually Jesus giving to them something, an ember, something to start a flame that would bear fruit for generations. Parents brought their children to Jesus not just for some nice words, but that God would spark something good in them. And the disciples are trying to stop them. They're like, ah, no, don't do that. Jesus is like, are you kidding me? Move now. Get away. Don't you dare stop those kids from receiving the good I want to give them. I have a life for them, and you would get in the way? Like when some inconsiderate adult, right? Like a baseball player is throwing a baseball to some kid at a game, and some adults like trying to get in the way. You're like, buddy, come here, come here. Like, we'll take care of you, right? That, that, that's for that kid. Jesus is trying to give these kids a blessing, and the disciples are like, "No, no, 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 no." And Jesus is like, "Yes, yes, 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 yes. Get out of the way. What don't you understand? I want to give good to them." Jesus blesses the children. He speaks life into them. I wonder, do you think those kids ever forgot? the words Jesus said to them that day. I think they told you know, their kids one day, hey, when I was a kid, Jesus said this to me. I remember words spoken to me 20, 30 years ago by kids I don't even like. <laughs> I remember words spoken into my life by people right throughout time. You remember things people have spoken to you at different times in your life. I remember those things. They stick with me. Could you imagine hearing that kind of a word from Jesus. There are things people have spoken into my life that are not currently a reality. People spoke things over me. I'm not going to divulge what. But there are things people have told me about me that are not a reality in my life right now. But I refuse to let them go because I'm hoping that someday they will come true. Do you understand what I'm saying? People have spoken good and blessing over me that's not a current reality. But I'm going to hold on to it because it did something in me and it connected me. I'm like, I'm going to hold on to that. Those words absolutely kindled a fire in my heart and here's why this matters. John 14:12, I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. You can ask for anything in my name and I will do it so that the son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. If Jesus spoke life and blessing into children and families, guess what? You can speak even greater blessing. You can speak blessing today. You have that kind of power. And you're all going, oh, this isn't it. No. Please don't miss this. Do not minimize it. Do not just dismiss this. This is the peace that we all have to walk out of here today understanding or else it's a waste of time. You have the power to speak blessing into your marriage. You have the power to speak blessing into your children, into your family, your parents, your brothers, your sisters, uncles, aunts, cousins. You have the power to speak blessing into them, to speak life in a way that it kindles something inside somebody that did not reside there before but now does. To speak a good word because Jesus is in you, not that your words will do anything. It's not that you have magic words, but you have the power to speak life into being because of what Jesus is doing through. Ask in my name and I will do it. Speak blessing. Because you will do that, things that never were will be. The tongue has the power of life and death. It's not just it makes me feel good, it makes you feel bad, that made them feel better. No, you're actually speaking things into existence. In the beginning of time, it says, and God spoke, and there was light. And God spoke, and there was creation. You speak things into being. You don't think I'm serious? Google knows it. You've been at your house, right? And you're talking, all of a sudden, two minutes later, somehow there's an ad for undershirts. How does, it, how does Google know? It was listening, right? You, you know that, you know it happens, right? Dre, am I making it up? Andre, I'm not making it up, right? He's not, he's not gonna say anything, right? There's something here. Let me tell you. Google knows what you're talking about. What you talk becomes some reality. You've, you've been in your house and you're like, I don't know how that knew. I told nobody else about that. I was just talking to somebody. I didn't search for it. I didn't, and all of a sudden, that algorithm figured it out. Let me tell you, when you speak, things happen. If Google can do it, how much can God do it? When you speak, things happen. And here's the challenging, hard part. It works both ways. The tongue is the power of life and death. It works both ways. I can be careless with my words. Maybe we've underestimated the power of our words. But listen, you yell at me, guess what? I yell at you. You laugh, I laugh. You yell, I yell. You accuse, I accuse. Right? You get angry with me, I retaliate. You get hostile, I get hostile. You speak thoughtlessly, I speak thoughtlessly. When I get stressed or tired, guess what? The first thing to go is my filter. Like, I shouldn't say that, but guess what? I'm tired. <laughs> Tongue, power of life and death. Can't unsay what you've said. Cannot undo it. But here's the best news you're going to hear today. Pastor Carey shared it. If you are sitting here today and you look back on your life and the environment that you have created, the culture that you have created in your house, the atmosphere that you have set with your mouth, guess what? There's no condemnation today. There's a word called Grace. And God says, today's a brand new day. Today's a brand new day. And you can invite Jesus to be the center of your power at home. And He can spark life into things that never were a reality in your family. He can do it today. He can start new things through you. So how do we do that? I'm so glad you asked. So glad you asked. God gave Moses and his brother Aaron a special blessing to say out loud over the nation of Israel and over their families. It's found in Numbers chapter 6. And I'd ask you to write that down. Like really, if you could take no notes today, would you just write down Numbers 6? Or just remember the number (laughs) 6. And there you go. Numbers 6. You need to go home and memorize this and speak it over your family every single day. Some of you will have heard it when I read it. You're going to go, oh, I've heard that. Yeah, let's think about that over your family, over your home. Numbers chapter 6 is going to be uh, starting in verse 22. And it goes like this. It says, then the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons to bless. Right? Aaron is the priest. Aaron's Moses' brother. It says, tell Aaron and his sons, they're the priests, to bless the people of Israel with this special blessing. And it goes like this. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you His favor and give you His peace. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, guess what? I myself will bless them. It's not that Aaron is blessing them. Aaron's got nothing to give. It's not that I bless anybody. i got nothing to give. But when we bless people, when we say what God tells us to say over people, guess what? He shows up and He brings His blessing. He brings the good into reality. It's not that we are anything, but we invite God to be our power. It's God who makes good on the words. He hears you speak. So let's break this down. In the name of Jesus, bless our family. I speak good over my family. I speak good in this home. Would you protect them? Would you watch over them and set your eye on them? Would you be your shield as my kids go to school, as as my family is traveling, as they're at work, as they're on the road, as they're out on their way, would you protect them emotionally, mentally, mentally, Physically, would you protect them? I bless my, I speak protection over them. You can speak that into being. Would you smile on them? When you smile at somebody, it's acceptance, it's delight, right? Like a mother staring at their child, they just blankly go, No, you smile and smile. Jake and Janine are here, got the little one. Well, James Lewis, second Sunday so and service. Last night was his first Sunday here. So our church is growing. Good job growing the church. Thank you, guys. Congratulations. You got your boy. But you smile at that baby and you smile at that baby. Eventually that baby smiles back. Right? But God would smile on you. It's acceptance. I love you. Smile. It's it's love. It's delight. Would you be gracious to them? Gracious. Very simply, would you give my family good they don't deserve? Give them good they don't deserve. Be gracious, asking the God to release grace in your family. Let this be an atmosphere, a family of grace, where we extend to one another good that we don't deserve. Would you show favor? That is divine advantage. God, would you show advantages? to our family that we didn't earn, we couldn't have bought or paid for, but you just sit there and go, God, you're so good. You're extravagant with us. Would you release favor in your family? And then finally, give them peace. The word there is shalom. Shalom is probably the single best word to capture the fullness of our hope. Shalom means everything, everywhere. going to be alright. No, it is alright. Everything is alright. That's shalom. Every relationship, everything around me, it's all as it should be. You want to pray something over somebody? Pray shalom. Pray peace. Peace. Let me ask you, if one of these came true in your family, how would it change? If just one of those things was guaranteed to be true about your family, how much would change? But God says, no, 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 no. Let's, let's, let's go all six. Let's pray them all. Let's pray them all. Let's bless them all. So, I want to challenge you this morning. Because it's Father's Day in particular, I want to challenge the men, but everybody's included. What are you speaking at home? Are you blessing or are you cursing? Are you letting your family hear the words of life? Or are you getting in the way of what God wants them to hear? Are you, are you that person trying to steal the ball that God wants to throw to them? What are you using your mouth for? No condemnation today. Remember, no condemnation. Today is a brand new day. But can we maybe covenant together today to contend for our families right here and now? Do our families need to change? Do our families need to be blessed? Because I think they do. I would love to pray for all the families in this entire community to see a, a, a seismic change. In the culture of families, that something is different here. That the families here, I don't know what to tell you, but they're blessed. I know why they're blessed, because we're speaking blessing over them. There's good happening in families. Marriages that are struggling, guess what? They get stronger. How? We spoke blessing into being. Things that wasn't there, we spoke kindling fire into it. And welcome God to be at the center of our families. Parent-child relationships restored. Healthy, growing, full of love Relationships. Can we do that? Yes, I think we can if we would speak blessing. That's power. We have the power to change families. The best way for the enemy to do harm to you is by damaging your closest relationships. It starts at home. You want to find the activity of the enemy? Just start at home. Where's that division coming? Your closest relationships. Let me tell you, I don't want to give the enemy an inch. We've been put on this earth to be a blessing. Not just to be blessed, but to be a blessing to the world. Our words can turn that into a reality. So what would change if you accepted this challenge? Let me ask you, how different would your family be if you knew that they were protected by God? If you prayed protection over them and said, you know what, I believe that God is protecting my family. How different would your family be if you knew that everybody felt accepted and loved? As they are. They're just accepted and loved. If grace was the norm. How different would your family be if nobody kept score? You know, just, I don't want to tell you, our family, we just give grace. God just blesses us with grace for each other. We say, I don't have grace for anybody. Am I alone? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I'm sorry. People bug me. But you know what? God gives me grace. Because I need grace. Because I bug everybody else. As people that work with me, I'm just annoying to work with, right? I got problems. They show me grace. I need grace. And God gives me grace to show other people. I can't manufacture grace. I can't be like, ah, oh, that doesn't bother me. No, it bothers me. Absolutely. But God gives me grace to go, you know what? It's okay. I don't have to keep score. Can let go. Because I know how much I've been shown grace. I want to speak grace into existence. How different would your family be if that was the norm? If you actually experienced favor, if you saw God at work helping you every step of the way, you said, I don't know what to tell you, but there's favor in my family. I don't know what to tell you, but there's just favor on this family. Can't explain it. You can't, listen, you can't have enough money to, to, to earn the benefit of favor. Favor is. Beyond this world. When you get divine favor, you get jobs that you shouldn't get. You get schedule changes that you shouldn't get. Opportunities to go, man, God's just showing us favor. Yeah, because He loves you. Speak, this is not prosperity. This is God says, ask me and I will do this. He says, this is the blessing. God gave that blessing to Abraham, to, to, to Moses and to, and to Aaron. He told them to pray that. Not making anything up. How different would your family be if you had true shalom peace? If everything in your home was as it should be. How about we just did that one? If just your home was a haven of peace. All the moms said, please. How different would your family be if shalom actually lived there? Let me tell you, my heart burns for that. Does your heart there's something you sit there and go, Man, I want that. I want that in my house. And I read it, it says, You can ask for anything in my name and I will do it. So the Son can bring glory to the Father. You so you are blessed, and you have the power to bless others because you have been called to be a blessing. It all starts with Jesus at the center of our power. It all starts with Jesus at the center of our power. You can do this. You can change it. Just speak it. You don't have to be like walking around your house going, I bless this and I bless that. No. But would you just commit to maybe out loud once a day, somewhere getting alone with God and say, I want to speak this into being? I don't just want it to be a wish. But I want to actually declare it with my mouth. There's something to saying it out loud. right? I can feel a certain way for my wife, but if I don't actually tell her I love her, right? what good is it? Well, she knows. No, speak it into being. There are times where I see things in people and I go, I really wish they would know this. And you know what? Say it. Speak it. If you see things in your kitchen and you want to speak less, speak it. If it started here, it came from somewhere. It's meant to come out. The tongue has the power of life and death. Again, if you have issue with any of this, take it up with God. I'm just telling you what He says. The tongue has that kind of power. I want to close this morning with a blessing. I want to close with a blessing. And while I invite everyone to receive this, because it's Father's Day, I'd like to specifically ask the men to join me in declaring this. Right? I realize that not every home has, a, has, a, has a, a man residing in it. And this is not excluding anybody in any way. Um, This is, we are family. This is a blessing. We speak over every home. But I think it's important for us to each accept our responsibility. I think, you know, today is one of those days. Listen, we call it Father's Day, so let's just do it. So men, I'm going to invite you. We're going to close. Men, would you stand with me? And we're going to, I'm going to have it on the screen. I'm going to ask you just to read it along with me. So I'm going to invite the men to stand if you'd like. Would you stand with me if if you think you're a man? Um, Would you stand? And uh, today, I'm just going to, we're going to close with just reading this. So Dustin, you can put that up there. And would you just read it along with me? Here it goes. Ready? Here we go. Today I commit to speak blessings into my family. And you can repeat with me. I don't speak curses and I won't pay back harsh words with harsh words. I am called to be a blessing. Therefore, I am a blessing. And my mouth speaks good things even when I am tempted to say words that are not edifying. I refuse to get into the retaliation business. I am called to be in the blessing business. I take every opportunity, both peaceful times as well as moments of conflict, to speak blessing over myself, my family, and all my relationships. I declare this by faith in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's give that up. Uh, Would you just pray with me? Heavenly Father, I thank you. Lord, I thank you that you speak blessing into us. Lord, You spoke and good happened. Lord, You spoke and each one of us came into existence. Lord, You spoke our very lives into existence. Nobody is here by accident. Every single name of every person in this room was spoken into existence by You. You speak good over us. Lord, I ask You to help us welcome You into our homes to be the center of our power. Would we speak life into our families, into our homes, into our personal and most close relationships? Would we speak life? God, I thank You for how much You love us. Today, I ask that we would recognize, Lord, that all of us matter. That what we say matters. That You've got grace for us. Lord, now You empower us to do even greater things. It's in Your wonderful, mighty name we pray. Amen. And lastly, just as we close today, even though it's Father's Day, even though this is Father's Day, I want you to remember... That it's Sunday, too. That was a bad dad joke. Like three people got it. Thanks for listening to the Life Tree Community Church Podcast. For more information about our church, visit us at wearelifetree.com or on Facebook and Instagram at wearelifetree.